0: Hello and welcome to Jays from Home. Uh, I am one of the uh, hosts slash brothers matt gower
1: and here's the other host slash brother steve gower that's me and uh you know you'd think we'd have a smoother intro we're 41 episodes into this i don't know 41 wow uh
0: yeah that's coincidentally enough 41 is how old uh, my wife Krista will turn on uh saturday next week oh yeah that's right yes that on the calendar as as do i (laughs) <laughs> um, um, and, and you, you've said that there are levels right now we're peaking at six just so everybody has that on their, in their score uh, books. So we're peaking at plus six. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I think you're, you're just, just slightly above, uh, yeah. I don't know what, what kind well, of metrics we can take from that. Um, well, I, I, I guess it's, it's, it's,
0: um,
1: if we've hit our peak it's all downhill from here so <laughs> uh and we're we're on twitter at jays from home i haven't checked out the twitter feed in a while Are there any uh any good discussions going on with the twitter account
0: um i kind of use my own for 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 baseball stuff now just because i'm too lazy to press another button I <laughs> uh, just basically use our twitter account to to, to post the show um but uh yeah, I, I, if anybody wants to start a conversation, uh, head on over to to at Jay's from home, and uh, we will we'll talk.
1: Yeah, and and I'm especially open to curling because I was just about to say, I if you see me glancing to my left, well, this is just for for you, Matt, because we're on we're on video, but this is going to be this is an audio podcast. I have uh, the Scotties on my iPad just to my left, so. Uh, watching currently BC versus Alberta in the sixth end uh tied four four yeah four four uh last last rocks going right now just uh okay well this is this, this case, is the this is a baseball
0: podcast if the strike goes any longer we'll, we'll get into curling but this is baseball <laughs> um okay so so what why don't we start with our home runs and all that stuff our strike will start strike out but do you have any you don't have any written in there so I assume that no you
1: don't. It, i I'm kind of you know it's the off season and I'm not paying huge attention to everything going on i kind of have like a a brief overview of of uh like i'm paying attention in that i can see the headlines coming through i see most of the stuff i see are like on the sports business side of things because uh I, I have some emails coming in related to that but even then i'm just like not really paying attention to those so i kind of am viewing this right now i'm happy to take your home run sacrifice and strikeout as a as uh, a common topic, we can talk about. Okay,
0: so much like the pitchers in the NL, you're you're just you're just not even trying to take a swing at these. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, yeah. And just aside from from uh, our, our strikeouts and stuff, um, I, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and I guess there will still be a little bit of baseball um, because minor league training camps. I didn't I didn't even think about this. Minor league training camps are still gonna gonna run. But anyways. Um, I just thought I'd mention that because that was something I, I didn't really think about at all. So that's um, like a base
1: hit, I guess.
0: That's, well, I don't know what you would call that. But, uh, speaking of, of, of baseball not happening, we're going to just, uh, stick with our, our permanent strikeout, Rob Manfred. He gets a permanent strikeout until, uh, things, uh, you know, uh, start playing again. Uh, yeah, this 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 lockout is is on Rob Manfred and the owners and it's still happening so he gets the the permanent strikeout for now. Well,
1: yeah, and and I see this in the notes and I and I was going to ask cuz I thought I heard that there is some CBA talks going on but it's mostly out of the media.
0: There's, there's talk, but there's no baseball. Other, I wouldn't say it's out of the media. There's there's lots of there's lots of details as to what's been offered and what's been removed from the from the table and things like that on the on either side. Uh but i think we still need to, to wait and see on
1: that okay um well i i think there i guess what i uh, what i mean is out of the media is i i guess it's not like when they were trying to figure out uh the 2020 season where there was a lot of like public shots back and forth there's not so yeah much there's no of shots. that
0: there's no shots back and forth but we are getting actual details of 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 the negotiations somewhat, but yeah, there's definitely in that sense. Yeah. There's no shots taken back and forth. Although one of the big, um, stories that came out this past week was, um, I guess I forget the name of the guy, but the deputy commissioner was saying that, uh, um, they were, were willing to, to lose the MLB was willing to lose games. Um, yeah. I over, saw that. Over that. Oh yeah. You, you were, t- we were talking about that.
1: Yeah. That was um, one of the, that was one of the sports business things that came up for me.
0: Yeah. And 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 I guess the 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 people the, the con- confusion or or or, or whatever um, is, is people don't know whether that was a threat or that was just a matter of fact statement. Um, but the, I think the players were taking that as a as a threat.
1: I maybe best to call it something neutral. I I don't know.
0: I don't know. Well well that well that that leads me to my to my to my sacrifice is I I think that like I was telling you I don't think that it's um uh. If it is a threat on the on the owner's side, it's not really a uh, a very good one because if they lose any games, it's the owners who lose money. They they uh, are losing. More money as as the the games uh, as as we eat into the regular season with this with this lockout. Uh, but if the players really want to change the system, it might be necessary for them to dig in and, and and just kind of lose part of the season in order to have better treatment. So that's why it's my sacrifice because we in order for a, a better um, more equi- 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 equitable equitable uh, landscape for the player side, we might have to
1: see uh, a shortened regular season. Yeah, I guess. I I mean that I, I guess that's a double-edged sword too though, right? Like that the I guess the owners might I mean it's kind of a threat on both sides, right? Like it it's a threat to the owners because they'll lose revenue, but then it's also uh kind of the owners can then probably use it as leverage against the players if if they uh if they lock out the the league, I guess. Well, they have locked them out. They are. are No, I know, but I mean, like, if they decide to hold up talks to lose some, to force some games to be lost, to punish the owners, then they can go out to the media and say, "Look at what the players are doing," and try to turn people against the players.
0: I I see. Well, they could do that, but in. In all the, the 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 talks and and things that we've seen, the players have been willing to talk. It's the owners who have been kind of putting up the stonewall. and and, and losing games is really the only leverage that the players have. But if they keep talking, um, and and I think that the players are doing a better job at PR and yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in this in this negotiation, um, that I don't think it's gonna gonna hurt the players as far as like their their public perception. Um, you know, they they, they can't they are not the ones holding up talks. It's, it, and Rob Manfred said himself, the lockout. Was uh, an aim to to uh, stimulate talks, which and then they the owners said had I think a total of like ten minutes of talk <laughs> with the players over the next forty three days. <laughs> oh well.
1: well and I, taking it back to Blue Jays specific too, I guess this is one of those situations where like all the owners just basically have to follow what the commissioner says, because I'm sure the Blue Jays being owned by Rogers, which also owns uh, the like the Sportsnet which broadcasts yep. the Blue Jays they'll end up losing revenue from not being able to air Blue Jays games so I'm sure if you were to like uh oh and and I think I saw the CEO addressed uh shareholders and said something about uh, he said emphatically the Blue Jays are not for sale so I would think that if you were to like take uh you know Mark Shapiro aside and say like you know or cuz I know he's not the owner but you know he's the The face, I guess, of the Blue Jays. If you took him aside and said, like, you know, what his thoughts are, he'd probably be in favor of uh, making some sort of deal with the players more than the other, some of the other teams. But I don't know. That's just the thought.
0: Well, management, it's hard to gauge what side of the negotiations that they're on. They have to obviously be. you know, support their ownership in in, in 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 these battles, but they may actually hold personal opinions that are different from from whatever's happening. Um yeah, so I don't know. The, yeah, the, the the Jays the Blue Jays are, are one team that is definitely um gonna be hit harder by, by the 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 lockout compared to others because of how all their all their um their their eggs are in one basket, so to speak, because the owner controls everything, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's move on to the home run because uh, I I paid like somewhat attention to this. Um, so this was about the 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 Hall of Fame voting. I think I saw yeah. on the Blue Jay side, Carlos Delgado didn't make it in this year. Um, no, I don't know. Was he even on the on the? On I think the, he was uh, on on the ballot, but I think he was. I didn't see I his think name I saw he was dropped off voting from the first round i i don't know i saw I, some tweets that i saw um that i
0: think i think he's off the ballot but anyways um david ortiz a uh, longtime rival with the red sox made was 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 voted into the baseball hall of fame so i think we can all I, I, like i watch a lot of baseball he's he was I think, one of the most likable Red
1: Sox to face. Oh, yeah. Face. I remember we specifically went to see a Red Sox game in his last season. Uh, just, like, I I picked, well, not only because the dates worked out, but uh, I wanted to see David Ortiz in person because I'd never seen him play before, and it was in his last season, and it ended up oh. being, like, a really great game. Like, he, I, he hit at least one home run in that game, but the Blue Jays ended up winning, so it was, like, double positive yeah
0: no, that's, that's good so yeah he's, he's just one of those they all all around uh good baseball guys um now the the flip side of this uh is that uh players like uh barry Bonds and roger clemens um they actually fell off of the uh the 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 vote because it was their final year of eligibility but i'm just curious what your thought is about the whole uh steroid uh situation is because and 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 to be fair it's not just steroids that they're that cause them to
1: fall off the the no there there are other things um i i don't know i i i don't really have an opinion one way or another uh like because i don't really care that much about the hall of fame unless uh blue jays players get in um but i did see Roger Clemens put out a statement that said that they they've left the Hall of Fame in the rearview mirror or something. So according to Roger Clemens, he doesn't care about being in the Hall of Fame. So uh, I'll take that at face value and and just uh, say, well, great. He won't be he won't make it into the Hall of Fame and and don't worry about it.
0: Okay. Well, and I think I've said this before on previous podcasts, but if if in my opinion, if Bud Selig is in the Hall of Fame, the steroid era players shouldn't have that strike against them.
1: All right. There we go.
0: Yeah, all right, let's go to some other notes. Uh, the Jays um, signed some players. They signed some international players here. Um, my my screen is very small. You going to have to bring it close to my face here. They signed uh, right-handed pitcher Omar Munoz, an outfielder, Roch Salinas, and another right-handed pitcher, Rudolfo Toledano. I should have had you read these because you're. you're well, I, I
1: read all the names last week, so I, oh. that's okay. Uh, they're all all three of them are from Mexico. I don't know. Yes. And and two out of the three are pitchers, so that's that's yeah. good. They I think the the more
0: pitchers. arms you can have, the better. I haven't, but that's all that I know
1: about them. Okay, I was gonna ask you if you knew anything about them, but
0: I know nothing about them. I know okay. that they
1: have been signed by the Blue Jays. Well, that's good news. I always, I mean, there throughout all of this, there's been a lot of Blue Jays signings in general, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, like, uh, the, I guess the minor league little news trickling in here and there for sure. Um, and then there was some news in the offseason that they received trade offers for Kevin Biggio and Lourdes Gurriel.
1: Yeah. Uh, talking to you on Messenger about that. Um, I wouldn't have... I didn't... So I'll let you tell me what the... If they had any off like what the details of the offers were, I don't I think you have oh okay, maybe we do okay yeah,, go ahead, um, well, I was gonna say I wouldn't have minded losing biggio, um, but that may be kind of tainted a little bit by his season last year, which wasn't very good and he, lots could, of he might have been hurt too though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but Guriel after last year, I think I think that at the beginning of last year, I was fine. With Guriel as a trade option, and that, that was like in comparison to Teoscar Hernandez, I believe if I remember correctly. But of those two, Biggio or Guriel, I think I would rather not trade away Guriel. Um, I don't think it's an either or cho- choice, but I would, I, I would be okay if they had uh, gotten a decent package for Bigio.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, I guess he was discussed. Um... In like a Chris Bryant trade situation with with the Cubs, um, so Chris Bryant would have been a good fit because uh, he plays both infield and outfield. And you know, if, if Chris Bryant is on your team, maybe that does kind of leave some room to uh, trade an outfielder uh, for strength in another position as well. So, maybe, mm. you know, um, but yeah, so so he was discussed uh, with in, in the Chris Bryant trade. Luis Guriel. I'm just kind of skimming over the article here. I don't think that they give any details for who he was discussed. Um, no, then just looking quickly, they don't, but um, I don't like for me, like he went on like a grand slam tear like later in the season, <laughs> didn't he? And that kind of, that kind of like, yeah. like, like he can be, when he gets hot, he gets really, really, really hot. And if he can just stay consistent with the, you know, like the, he, he's a pretty valuable member of the team.
1: Yeah, um like that that's what I mean. Like his his offense isn't, you know, as consistent, but he has been pretty good. I think like there's of the so who who do we have in the outfield right now? We've got so Guriel, Hernandez, Grichuk, uh Grichuk and uh Springer, right? Yep. So I mean, if we were to get rid of Guriel, then we would just have Grichuk, Springer and uh and Hernandez, and I guess if we kept You need more Biggio, than three outfielders. Yeah, need, if, if we kept Biggio, then we would have Biggio because he's played the outfield as well. But I don't know. I think given the situation the Blue Jays are in, if they – like they're kind of painted into a corner in terms of they can't – like Gurriel might have a lot of trade value, but they can't really get rid of him now because of yeah. their other options. Yeah. I guess it
0: just depends on what direction they, they, they want to go in, in trades and who their trade partner will be because, um, you know, like they, they have lots of depth in catching. Um, there's, there's some there's some different directions where they could kind of maneuver. So it'll be interesting to see once this lockout eventually ends um, what happens because you're going to probably see because there were, were lots of talks like in the works, I'm sure, like uh, – leading up to the lockout. Um so you're probably going to see some some a flurry of action in signings uh r- close after because I I also imagine they won't have a lot of time to put together
1: teams. So there will be there'll be lots going on. Right. I guess I guess we what would be a good indicator is if they I, I would think that they'd make a trade for someone to play in the outfield first before making any trades uh of their current outfielders because it, you know They were going to make a trade uh, banking on something else that could fall through, right? So Mm -hmm. you don't want that to happen.
0: Yeah. Um, I have a note here uh, that there's progress in CBA talks, but that's from a few days ago, so I'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) – Uh, I think we're going to have to wait and see for next week, as far as the CBA goes. Um. So uh, earlier in the week, though, we had uh, we have some expos news here. Uh, Montreal, uh, MLB, uh, they killed the uh, the the
1: split season proposal with with Montreal and Tampa Bay. Yeah, I guess I'm not too surprised about that. Um, I think MLB would rather have like. I would bet that they weren't very happy about the Toronto situation last year playing in three different cities. Uh um, Well, that was
0: evidence how 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 badly it can
1: it, it, yeah. it would work. So I don't I don't even know now from what I understand of the original setup, it would have been like they would play in Tampa Bay for the first half or first third of the season or something and then play in Montreal when the weather's nicer in Montreal. Yeah, um, so and then it, they
0: would alternate post seasons.
1: Yeah, so it wouldn't be like going back and forth and switching stadiums a whole bunch, but they would there would still be a switch between the two two home stadiums, and it would it's it's not very conducive to a good team environment based on how the Blue Jays season went. Um, You know, maybe playing in one stadium all year would have given the Blue Jays I don't know maybe it would have given the Blue Jays one extra win or something in in the I think it I think it would have. I think it would have. I, but, I, 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 I do. But also, I I think that they would have to have played it in the uh, in the Olympic uh, stadium, right? So that's not a very uh, good no. Stadium. They would
0: they would build a but they would build a new stadium. It would, the stadium would have been built. Uh, the, the Olympic stadium wouldn't wouldn't factor into this at all. But, oh, I
1: thought the uh, the plan was supposed to start next year though, or something like that. No, there, no this no, season.
0: No. I think it was twenty twenty eight or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but I think I think not just stadium factor, but just. But we've talked about this before. Just just the upending your life factor um, that that added to some some losses for the Jays, and that'll that that would do the same for Tampa Bay. And you'd think that a, a real a smart like Tampa Bay, their front office, they've got a very smart and and forward thinking front office. I think they they would know better than than to really be serious about this offer. This was not a, ever a serious offer. They were they were just basically trolling um, their own fans, Montreal fans. <laughs> and Major League Baseball just in, in, in Temp- and and you know, just to, to try, try to um uh get a, a stadium deal in Tampa Bay so that they could stay there permanently. Like I remember when the playoffs started, they were talking about putting up a Tampa Bay Montreal ad on the on the um on their on, at, at their stadium and then they eventually backed out of that. But um, yeah, well just, one one just other thought about that
1: one other thought about that too about why the MLB would not want it is uh um I mean Get I, I get what you're like I know this it may not apply in 2028 or whenever the plan was supposed to start but they would be dealing with um, two different provinces and already uh, the regulations in Ontario around COVID made a difference and that's why they played in in the states in two different stadiums but um, you know what if there was some other kind of uh, something else happened and and there were two different they had to deal with. Two different provinces, and not just one countrywide rule for for Canada. Like it would, I can see how it would cause issues for the MLB and the players.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, like I, I, it was just never a serious offer in the first place. Um, in other Brady uh, Expos news, uh, yeah, I don't understand Expo this. So Tom Brady is, has he
1: maybe he's retired? He hasn't really given a final decision yet. Uh, he was drafted by the Expos. Well, I got a breaking news alert that said Tom Brady retired, so I think it's official. But what do you when mean? Did that, you that alert? F- when did you get that alert? Uh, yesterday. Hang on, I, I can pull up my deleted items. But what well, do you mean former was, was a- Expo? Can you can you explain that one?
0: He was drafted by the Expos, and he was a, 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 like a, a catching prospect. Uh, no, but there there were there was news that he was going to retire, and then he he like later on that day he said he's still deciding. So so. Maybe he's gonna retire, maybe
1: not. Well I got this yesterday at uh hang why won't it tell me what time? Uh yesterday, three fifty nine PM, uh that's Eastern time, uh, for our listeners in France, uh, by the way. Um Tom Brady is retiring from the NFL after an extraordinary career in which he won seven Super Bowls according to ESPN. So that was at four o'clock yesterday. Adam he's Schefter? Adam Schefter. I, I have who's, no idea. Who's,
0: who's the source? No, no, it's, 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 I, I think he's still undecided, but anyways, that was, that was just a little bit of, of, of more exposed news. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, and here's here's some competitive advantage news. Um, Red Sox coach Brian Butterfield, uh, wasn't considered for the Mets managerial position because he was unvaccinated.
1: So is that just because like the Mets, uh, have a, have some sort of stance on, unvaccinated uh, players and coaching staff?
0: Well, they must have a team, some sort of team policy. You, uh, like, it, it makes no sense to, to, for your um, team staff not to be vaccinated. Uh, especially, like there, there was in the playoffs, uh, you, all, all this, the coaching staff had to be vaccinated. So, why would you even want to risk not having um, a, a key member of your coaching staff uh, not available for important games and, and not available to cross the Canadian border? So, so yeah, um, that makes sense then so that speaking of that that offers a, a competitive advantage for the blue jays because you know he if he i guess he was employed he was employed was it by by the uh, angels or something and maybe he got fired since since that uh news came out but if you have any like unvaccinated players that can't cross or or staff that can't cross the border that's going to hurt your team
1: yeah no for sure um just a clarification though uh for interleague play don't they alternate between divisions that they play so uh toronto would be playing the central division in 2022 so uh, that wouldn't be a factor in uh
0: not necess- but it but might in the playoffs if there's playoffs mm. but yeah I'm, I'm not sure exactly uh how, what they're at with as far as the interleague goes
1: but yeah like it but if it, 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 it if there's playoffs it would make a difference okay uh next note here robot umpires in triple a uh, that's that'll that's be interesting. some interesting development. Yeah,
0: um, robot umpires will be used at, behind home plate in
1: AAA this year. So it'll be interesting to see how that how that shakes out. I, uh, are there I any details of like are they going to have uh, a human umpire there? Yeah, uh, yeah, because they... the human
0: umpire would need to uh, rule on things like uh, foul tips and things like that. Um, it'd just be interesting to see how the, how the strike zone kind of works out. Uh, cause a lot of people are saying like, it's pro like when you take, when all is said and done, having a human umpire calling balls and strikes is probably the, the, the better way to go because I guess there's still some, some, some
1: bugs to work out of the, uh, the robot umpire system. Well, I, I guess you could also, uh, maybe some, uh, some not, uh, uh, sorry trying to think of the wording here maybe some nefarious fans of of other teams might hack into the robot software and uh change mm. the strike zone maybe um but another uh, speaking of nefarious you could
0: you could you know like with what we've seen how major league baseball has has handled uh the 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 ball the the, the physical baseball how they how how kind of untransparent they've been with that they could they could kind of rework the strike zone, you know, based on, you know, throughout the season. So, so that could be something. Well,
1: here's, here's something that they could do, uh, because they do this in, in the, in the video games, there are options in the video games to have like a, a strict strike zone. So any, like, you know, there's no, uh, human error built into the game, or you can have what they call like a variable strike zone so that it's more, more quote, realistic, Like, as in, you know, you might get an umpire that calls the game, you know, maybe a ball gets called a strike or the other way around. So they could always program into the software uh, some random variability so that you still might get some bad calls.
0: Maybe. I I think what they should do um, is just get rid of the egos for for umpires. Because, like, I think what is more important than a robot strike zone is a consistent strike zone. And you know, that can be interpretable depending on the umpire. But I just find that where umpires hurt the game is in their egos. And and you see that more with the with the older umpires. Um like Laz Diaz and, and, and Joe West, people like that, where like they just kinda let their let their own opinions almost or, or whatever or, or, or biases or dislikes of players sometimes just kind of affect how they call balls and strikes or affect how they call the game. And I think that, that um, umpires egos are getting in the way of, of,
1: of, of, uh, of how they call the game more than, more than, more than balls and strikes. I I think that you may be, uh, underestimating the ability to program egos into robot umpires too. So we might still get that.
0: Well, uh, (laughs) do, do robot umpires dream of electric sheep?
1: Uh, I don't know. I didn't read the book. I think that's, and... our, th- I think that's our, our our episode title right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, more rule changes, though, on that note. Um, not MLB affiliates, but uh, independent league. The Frontier League, which is the league that the Ottawa Titans are going to play in. Uh, you sent this to me, and I, I find it actually kind of interesting way to do this, but sudden death. So uh, why don't you explain this one?
0: Well, uh, if they go into the extra innings, the baseball players will all be murdered
1: on the losing side. <laughs> uh, that sounds more like, even though I haven't watched it, that sounds like um, Squid Game. But I don't think that's well. That's yeah, if you lose, you die.
0: Yeah, no. Um, what's going to happen is, I guess um, they'll. I think they place like a runner on first base or something, and one team. I forget. I forget how they choose it exactly, but one team chooses whether whether they want to hit or pitch, and if the pitcher gets the batter out, then the that team wins um, better no i think news. it's
1: I, I think it's actually so i was i looked i read it up so or read up on it um but i
0: thought we don't do research on this
1: podcast <laughs> well i i read the article that you sent to me okay uh that's so yes you're right um Depending on, like, whatever t- team is on offense is batting, they get a runner on first base. So instead of runner on second base, they they start on first base. They uh-huh. have three outs in which to score the runner from first base. So if they score, then they win, obviously, because that's how extra innings work. Um, but if the defensive team gets three outs, then the defensive team wins. So they okay. don't need to bat. They just need to get three outs.
0: Okay, well, what, what what would you choose
1: if you were in sudden death and your life wasn't at stake? <laughs> um, I think, so, this, uh, I think it would depend on, uh, so thinking in terms of baseball and not in terms of softball, because uh, if this was softball, I would pick offense, no question, because uh, it's easy to score. Um, but if actual baseball I guess it would depend on the pitchers you have available to you and what you think of your defense like if maybe you don't have a stronger a strong pitcher ready to go uh you might choose offense but then you got to think of also about who is pitching on the other side Frontier League I don't know what kind of scouting they have so well, um, there's some
0: scouting I assume
1: yeah but you know if this was at the MLB level like there probably would be a lot of uh, um, um, a lot of strategizing involved in figuring it out, but I think I think overall I would probably try my luck at uh, at picking offense.
0: I don't know. I, I guess it depends on where you are in the lineup when that comes That's up. True. But I I think I think that I would choose the pitching side because pit like baseball is a game. All about failure, right? Like you know, a good a good batting average. You only you you only are successful thirty percent of the time. So I think that the odds stack against the hitters. So I would pick a uh, pitching side.
1: Well, um, I suppose it just uh, it it'll depend on uh, on the situation. In the in the end, you're right. Um, so yeah,
0: I'd still go. I'd still probably lean lean towards towards pitching. But uh, it'll be interesting, assuming that. Uh, the Frontier League does play, which I really do hope that
1: is the case. uh, I think they're planning to. I I think that's, they're assuming that uh, the Titans are going on this, like they're doing a lot of renovations of the stadium. Like they got, they're getting suites ready. They, I saw some pictures. Um, They don't have any furniture in there, but they look nice. Uh, looks like they've upgraded them. And I think they needed to do a lot of work to get them that way. Because I think when it was the Ottawa fat cats, uh, so before the champions, uh, I think it the it was found out that uh, they had some players staying in the suites uh, instead of uh, hotels or housing. Oh. And that was a bit well, of a well, speak, scandal.
0: Speaking of, of player lodging, I didn't I, I didn't I never heard about that. But they did uh, actually just go on uh, a bit of a media uh, blitz to just say that they are uh, looking for families to uh, to, you know, house house some of the, the players uh, this season. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're listening to this and your house is not full and you want to have a
1: a baseball player stay with you, then uh, give the Titans a call. I have to wonder if if uh, some of the houses in around my neighborhood will try and put up some players because uh, we're very close to the stadium. Uh, it's yeah. like a five minute drive, so it's a yeah, good option. Yeah. So so that's something that they're definitely
0: uh hoping to to get support from the community. So we'll we'll have to see uh, uh, hopefully they they don't have any problems with that. But uh, yeah, so they they have been in the news a little bit this past week. So this has been a um even though there's not a lot of baseball stuff going on this like I said before there's, there there's, there's there was a bunch to talk about.
1: Yeah. Um still no Blue Jays playing next week though. So that's that's our look ahead. Uh, that's a look ahead. Yeah. Actually, yeah. wouldn't they be starting spring training soon in theory um well like i said around krista and i's
0: anniversary is when the pitchers and catchers report so there's still we're not hitting february yet but uh there's still a couple of weeks two and a half weeks maybe uh before that kind of uh deadline kind of approaches so hopefully um by the time we're ready to record another podcast we'll have more to talk about from that front
1: well I, I and i have to assume that the players will will be getting ready individually regardless of some of them CBA are talks.
0: oh here's some some blue jays uh, news that i that i noticed that i forgot to mention in the the notes here i guess uh hyunjin ryu uh, is training in uh, south korea with his former team oh very nice that's good yeah so so some play, players are training and and i think that uh, um, there are a lot of um, independent uh, uh, I want to say labs but like you know like this there's like swing coaches that that do it's this independently like um, there's a lot of, of of ways players can kind of uh, get in get in shape uh, outside of uh what's going on with their team but I'm sure that uh, teams do not want them to <laughs> consult independent uh coaching and, and and stuff like that too
1: right yeah well uh, I guess we'll we'll see I think we'll uh you know We'll still uh, have another two-week interval before the next one because I think uh, we got to wait until there's some regular baseball to go weekly here. But um, oh yeah, yeah. once yeah. again, Blue Jays still not playing next week. Nope. So uh, here's our, our Ottawa Senators check-in send from home. Um, there are there have been a lot of games since our our last episode. Um,
0: and sadly you were supposed to go to one of these games.
1: Yeah, yesterday's game which I for I was really struggling to understand why the um, the game was at 12:30 in the afternoon um, but I realized yesterday was hockey day in Canada. Oh, so okay. Ottawa had the early game, of course. Um yes. I mean it's it's not out of the ordinary for the Senators to get Saturday afternoon games because that way they get uh played on TSN and they get more revenue from the regional broadcasts versus national but uh mm-hmm. it was nice to nice to see them on a national broadcast I hey, watched where was, some of the game
0: Where was hockey day in Canada where were they broadcasting out of
1: Um that I don't know I didn't really pay attention too much to that I think they were they could have been in multiple locations though uh I we think sometimes they Sometimes are I think they it's they don't do like they have check-ins across the country in various places but i think uh okay. um i actually i have no idea i'd have to look it up but that's research um yeah. so do research they played the let me let me count here they played 7 games over the last 2 weeks and there's actually been quite a lot of controversy so uh they mm-hmm. they had a 3 to 1 loss versus buffalo 6 4 loss versus pittsburgh although that one I think they were down 4 uh, nothing in that game versus Pittsburgh. And they came back uh, and they still lost 6-4, to four, but they didn't give up. So that was, that's the positive from that game. Um, they had a 3-2 overtime loss versus Washington. I honestly don't remember that one at all. Like I didn't realize they were even playing Washington on the schedule. So <laughs> uh, it, they got a point out of that, but in my mind, that game never happened. Um they won two to one against Columbus, uh, and then they had a five nothing win versus Buffalo, and that's where the biggest controversy comes from. I'll get to that after the scores here, uh, but a very strong showing uh, against Buffalo. I think Murray started that one, so we got the shutout. Uh, Three two shut uh, shootout loss versus Carolina, um, and uh, a two to one loss. Versus Anaheim. Had you been um,
0: at that game, they would have won.
1: <laughs> possibly. I mean, we did win, uh, or they did win when we attended the uh, Pittsburgh game in November, and that was their only win of the month. Um, mm-hmm. There was an injury in uh, the Carolina game, and I'm struggling to remember which player was injured in that game. So uh, maybe, maybe you might remember. But I'll get to the Buffalo oh, game. Sorry. That was the the five nothing win against Buffalo. Um, so, there was a play, an interference play from Aaron Dell, the goaltender for Buffalo. He uh, he gave Drake Bathurston a little bit of an elbow as he skated around the net. And uh, he ended up with a high ankle sprain. Uh, which, oh, those aren't good. Yeah, exactly. So, he's not expected to return for the season. Um, so, Kachuk. So, two weeks ago, he was... Batherson was announced to the all-star game and now he's injured. So Kachuk is going to replace him at the all-star game. So I guess that's what the, the last man in means like he would replace anybody that would be, uh, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so as a result though, Dell was suspended three games because this is not the first time he's done that. Apparently in a game against when he was on San Jose, he did the same thing against Mark stone, uh, it was an interference call. Um, is Dell the goaltender? Yes. Okay. So, and it's it was the same play. Like, Stone was going behind the net, and Dell just stuck out his arm and and knocked him over, which is interference. And which is really even worse, because goaltenders, they're basically untouchable. Like, if you yeah, knock exactly. into a goalie, you'll probably get a goaltender interference call. Um, yeah. So, it's nobody's expecting... A hit from the goaltender um so he was suspended three games and then the other day buffalo announced they put him on waivers so uh kind of like a uh like there was already the shot against batherson where he got injured and then um you know they waive him a few days later so it's even worse like what was the point of even starting him if uh if they're gonna put him on waivers but
0: Okay, I have two questions about this. Yeah. First of all, is are they putting them on waivers just as a move to kind of
1: it's to send them down to spot? send them down to the minors? But again, I don't really know too much about Buffalo in terms of what players they have. Um Craig Anderson is on Buffalo. I know that, but he was injured, so maybe he's coming back from injury and they're clearing a roster spot. That could be. But- and do do
0: the Senators and 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 Sabres play again? uh i assume they they
1: probably play again more than likely because i don't think they've played them twice as far as i can remember uh so this month they played them twice they they must be playing them again
0: it'll it'll be interesting to see uh if dell does play if there'll be any any revenge taking place
1: oh more than likely um oh and i just remembered the uh the player injured against carolina it was uh josh norris he was going for a check. This wasn't like a dirty player or anything, not like no. the Dell Batherson thing. Um, he was just going for a check against a player and just ended up going into the boards kind of awkwardly. Uh, the only good news out of everything is that it sounds like Colin White, who was injured at the beginning of the season before it even started, uh, he might be able to come back and play this year. Um, so I think that's partially because of the – number of games that were postponed so even though Mm. like I think the injury timeline might be the same but because there's some games tacked on to the end like he might might be able to make a comeback I don't know but
0: uh interesting okay well and that that's just about it for our sends from home I think there's
1: nothing else going on in, in Senatorsville no um oh the only other thing is that they've got more bad luck going for them Tyler Boucher who was a draft pick last year he's playing for the 67s um he was injured also in a game recently, so uh, lots of injury, bad luck for the Senators. Yeah, as as Michael
0: Stipe from REM uh, puts it, everybody hurts sometimes. <laughs> yep. And if we were on Spotify exclusively, we could put the the song clip in there right there.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to do that though. So.
0: Yeah, uh, speaking. Of, okay, so that's that's it. Speaking of of a Spotify, I thought I thought it would be good to uh, plug some of our our. Our podcast affiliates, as it were. So, uh, why don't you why don't you plug some of yours, and I'll plug some of some of mine. Uh,
1: well, the only one I'll, I'll plug right now is uh, I have a book podcast called The Slow Reader. Um, it's just me reading books and reviewing them. Um, I uh, I put out an episode a couple of weeks ago, but I won't have one for a little while now. But I'm uh, reading a book. Um, wh- you gave this one to me for for Christmas. It's uh, Philip K. Dick, which going back to uh, your joke earlier, uh, it's relevant. Um, <laughs> uh, it's flow my tears. The policeman said, and I'm reading that because I am going to do a uh, a I'm going to have a a guest on uh, a podcast friend from California. Uh, we're going to talk about the book as we agreed on on this one to to talk about. So. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but, uh, it's called the slow reader. Oh,
0: okay. Well, yeah. speaking
1: of, of slow reading, I, I did
0: start a new baseball book. I forgot to mention this. I've only got I'm only like one chapter in, but it's, um, this is kind of, I think it's supposed to be sort of a fantasy, even sci-fi kind of thing. Cause it's about a guy who has like a, one of those, like, um, uh, uh, uh Fantasy baseball games where you're like roll the dice and everything. It's called the Universal Baseball Association Incorporated Mm. J. Henry Waugh proprietor.
1: I I think you, I think you'd probably classify that as a fantasy novel. Uh, I'm
0: not sure say. yet. I'm, I'm, I'm. Like I said, I'm only a chapter in maybe fantasy, but yeah, it was written in the in the late '60s. So I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm getting through that slowly because it's it's hard to find time uh, to read as a dad. Um, which spe- going back into podcasts uh, that we do, I just started a, a burnt out dad podcast where I just kind of basically just spew my thoughts into a, a podcast and about about parenthood. It's basically like a solo version of. Kristen uh, and I had a podcast before, but it's basically a solo version of it. Um, so I do try to do that weekly, and I'll, I'll have a I'll have a, a a guest I think for the next next week's podcast. So, so stay tuned to that. It's called the Printout Dad Podcast. Um, I have it available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google for sure. Um, but I think it's available other places. I'm not sure. Exactly okay, because originally it, how the
1: distribution you, works. Originally, you had it on on spotify only because you were including music but now so you're not doing that now so it's on the other platforms i'm
0: not including spotify licensed
1: music um what
0: i'm doing is getting people to send me music um which will factor into the next guest um so if i the fact that i, I have uh, music that uh the rights are are not owned by spotify or whatever i i, I can distribute it that way
1: Okay, well, uh, I'll, you know what? I'll throw some uh, some suggestions your way that also possibly might lead into uh, guest opportunities. As I've I've talked to uh, to to some music people on a regular basis because I have another podcast, but I don't really update it very often, so I'm not going to promote that one. But um, but yeah, I'll I'll send some stuff to you. Um, All right. So why don't we why don't we move on to um, uh the the home run, sacrifice strikeouts all that personal stuff okay
0: all right so let's let's start ultra negative here um i am ejecting the truckers from <laughs> from, from 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 i don't know from where definitely from ottawa cuz they they've just we 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 broadcast this podcast this uh podcast out of out of the city of ottawa uh but and right now we're just kind of getting inundated with the these trucker protesters and um just reading a, tw- a twitter a tweet from from Ian Mendez who covers the senators um they've harassed soup kitchen volunteers mm. taken their food uh they've disrespected the Terry Fox statue uh they've danced on the tomb of the unknown soldier carry signs with flags and and swastikas and they've thrown beer cans at journalists um i've i've, I've, I've it's been reported so i think that um you know they're 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 protesting for their own freedom, but in the midst of everything, they're just trampling over everybody else's freedom.
1: Yeah, there's and there's right. a lot to get into to dig into there if, if you really want to, which I don't. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I will I will list that as my strikeout because I I I had a strikeout but couldn't remember what it was, so that was originally my strikeout. But I'll call the truckers a strikeout.
0: I I have a feeling that you know most of the people will all dissipate and go home by the end of the night tonight because you know it's the weekend I'm sure they have jobs to get back to
1: yeah and uh and actually I saw a picture on Par- of Parliament Hill from this morning there was barely anybody on Parliament Hill and that was like after nine o'clock so I think that by that time yesterday the Parliament Hill area was full so uh you know I think some people might be turning around because uh the weather is quite cold right now yeah they didn't know they were tra- like what they were getting
0: into but yeah so j- like just i don't i don't need that in my life you know like you're like there there are people like the homeless that're they're, they're harassing and people like my own children who can't even get vaccinated if they they want to so like just you know let let other people who don't have a voice uh get the chance to speak as well all right. Well,
1: that's that's enough uh, of that
0: talk. I think so. Uh, okay. Well, let, let me give my other strikeout. Yeah. Speaking of, of Ottawa, my my other strikeout is the cold, 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 cold weather. It's, <laughs> it, it, uh, you know, i've I've been stuck inside, you know, for various reasons, uh, because of COVID initially, but the cold weather just, you know, like I can't take the kids out for for you know walks and and naps just because it's 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 like at the warmest -30 but now we're we're getting to, into into seemingly tropical -20 uh de- degrees <laughs> going into this afternoon but it's just been way too cold to to kind of do anything
1: <laughs> well the, so i i didn't list the cold i i have that listed as a sacrifice um so um well I you have, you have a canal note well yeah say. yeah but the the reason for that is a a sacrifice because uh well uh, well Go, get on, into- on the canal, um, you know, the, it's, it's very cold, but if you're, if you're skating around and moving around, it's like, um, mm-hmm. I was, I was on the canal yesterday and, uh, I, I worked up a sweat on the, on the canal and I was, I was quite comfortable. Um, but then when you stop. That yes. Sweat so freezes. that's, that's the, <laughs> that's the thing is that the change huts are closed right now. So, uh, it's, it's hard to, to Take your skates on and off in the in the cold weather. So, uh, but yeah. the other part of that is why I would call it a sacrifice um, is because when it's cold like this, it means it's not snowing. So we had a big snowfall a couple of weeks ago, and the city's still cleaning it up. Um, but when it the warmer it gets, that's when you start getting the snow and the storms. So the cold weather is is keeping that away and uh, and helping the cleanup effort across the city because there are still some streets where the lanes are not properly plowed. So I don't know why the city hasn't uh, cleaned those up, but uh, um, they're getting to it, I guess. But the point is, is that the cold weather is bad that it's cold, but it means also that uh, we're not getting any snow and the skies are clear because of that. So we get to see some, some nice stars.
0: Well, after the podcast I'm gonna be headed headed out into the minus twenty with the children. And I just remembered that I forgot to put on long johns, so that's something I'll have to do before I go out. But uh, 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 we'll be headed out into the cold because that's about the cutoff for the kids. Like uh, they they they're inside of their stroller, so like I think we're minus twenty with the wind chill, so it's not gonna gonna get to them with the wind and they and they keep each other warm in their snow suits. But I'll be heading out. Um, but my my sacrifice um, is that all of the band names have been taken? Um, I'm currently trying, working on a, a, a new project with uh, someone, and uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a band name. But everything I think of, I'll Google search it, and some band has used it.
1: Well, you know, the, I, I guess that's, that's sort of true. When I think about it, I saw that note the other day when I was uh, adding my own notes, and like, there's a band called uh, I don't know how, but they they found me. Which is a quote from Back to the Future, but that's their band mm. name. So it's it's quite true. So but the the one surefire way to not have your band name taken is just use your names. There's lots of people that do that. Well I don't wanna do that. I <laughs> I wanna
0: have something interesting.
1: Uh well, but take uh, a movie quote from somewhere that, that you'd you know, uh just like think of a movie quote and then put it in and then put band next to it in your search and uh and okay well find it. how about the band of band of brothers well that's not a movie quote that's just a that's just a title no
0: but well, i guess it's it's a mini series but band of band of brothers could maybe <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do that um okay so that yeah all the band names have been taken but yeah oh if you're listening to this and you have any suggestions send them along send us some, some band name <laughs> su- suggestions
1: all right um Well, uh, I guess uh, my home run, I kind of alluded to it a little while ago, is that uh, so two weekends in a row now, we've been able to get out onto the canal. We haven't been on the canal in a very long time, uh, so we finally got out to it, um, and and the canal is in fantastic shape. For the first time in a long time, when they officially opened it a few weeks ago, they opened the entire length. I don't think any part of it has closed yet because of the weather. Um, is it because
0: that the, it's cold and there are probably just because of COVID and the cold that there are less skaters on it?
1: No, there's there's tons of skaters. Uh oh, yeah? it's because of the cold. Like it's the ice conditions are are one hundred percent uh determined by the weather. Because like they will they flood the canal occasionally to smooth out the ice surface, but mm-hmm. um like so that, that's how they get around like the uh the you know, the ice surface being cut up from skaters. But it's the weather that really determines the ice conditions overall. I think when we get to February, that's when the temperatures uh, start to get a little milder. So that's when we might get some canal portions closed. But for right now, the full length is open and the conditions are pretty good. Um, so if if you're in Ottawa, you can get out on there. We, we got on at uh bronson which is just across from dow's lake uh but like kilometer skate to dow's lake um there's a parking lot off colonel by it's really easy to get to um so like we didn't go downtown at all yesterday when we got on onto the canal uh so it was it was uh so here's the thing is yesterday it wasn't busy but we went around the same time the previous sunday and it was super busy like there was lineups for beaver tails maybe
0: people were uh, avoiding the the downtown because of the truckers
1: well but th- we weren't downtown though we were at uh like dow's lake is like seven kilometers away from downtown so yeah. yeah well here's my question though did you speaking of beaver tails did you have a beaver tail no we just got uh, hot chocolate beaver tails are are high in sugar and like the hot chocolate that's there's the overpriced point.
0: that's but- the point the sugar no, the we, we actually, didn't get know, one. You know what I? You know what I get when I do beaver tails?
1: I actually prefer getting the uh, savory beaver tail with the the cheese and the garlic. Now we, we we decided not to get one because we were gonna we were getting off uh, the canal around lunchtime, so we went for something else. So we, okay. we decided just to go for the overpriced hot chocolate. All right,
0: um, all right. So uh, my home run is that uh, in the age of digital capitalism, there is an e store to fit every specific. Need um, <laughs> over the past couple of weeks, I've been doing some research. I'm I'm customizing. I'm I'm up doing some upgrading, giving my my electric guitar a little bit of a a facelift. And long story short, uh, it, it requires it has some very like specific uh, sizing to for the pickups. And I I've, I've been searching for now the jazz. My guitar is a Jazzmaster. A Jazzmaster has a very specific kind of aesthetic and a specific sound. And I found a company. In, uh, out of Richmond, Virginia, that hand makes these uh, specific um, pickups that will fit into my Jazzmaster and, and, and give it a, a, a nice, warm, vintage kind of sound. And it took me two weeks to, to, to find it, but they specifically make these, like and other ones as well, but they specifically make these um, these pickups just to fit into my type of guitar so so I there's see. a specific need and 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 um Leo, Leo has been been saying stuff uh, Leo's uh comments lately have been agreeing with that as well because he's uh he wants a, a dress up uh box and so he's like dada you need to go get me a dress up box at the dress up <laughs> box store so i'm i'm sure that there is a store that specifically sells dress up
1: boxes oh probably and, and there's subscription services for everything too uh yeah but I was wondering, is it like,
0: is it a dress-up box store or a dress-up box store?
1: Hmm. Well, it wouldn't be a box store because it's online. So I suppose. Um, there's, and I bet that there's a, a subscription service for uh, you, every month. You could get a different dress-up box, just the box. Though. Maybe it's, it's you know made out of cardboard, and they probably charge thirty dollars a month. But you know, it's probably a thing.
0: Well, here's here's something CBC, if you're listening, maybe you uh, do a Mister Dress-up Box Store. tickletrunk.com maybe i don't know and uh there you go re 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 revamped the, the franchise
1: for for kids well i think that's about it i i actually have one more tiny thing uh it's a movie recommendation and uh tying back to football that we talked about very briefly tom brady um we just watched this last night i it's it's not a great movie but it's it's pretty decent it's called home team it's a netflix original it's uh happy madison production so adam uh, sandler's uh production company but stars kevin james it's based on the oh, uh, the, the bounty sean, gate scandal sean where um sean payton was suspended for a year and coached his son's football team uh it's it's decent enough it's not like you're it it's got some of the standard sandler comedy stuff but it's not like it's it's aimed at uh uh, it's a family movie so it's it's not over the top but it's uh it's it's a fun movie it's worth a watch
0: okay so so uh people should watch that okay i have watched a lot of movies so i'm not gonna suggest any on 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 my list just because it's it's extensive anyways um so we'll we'll get back and talk more baseball hopefully in a couple of weeks time yeah we'll see you
1: next time okay, bye-bye <laughs>